Old Dominion and Southern Miss name their starting quarterbacks. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good day, I guess, as the case may be. It's uh, Dave Schultz on Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code college for a free white tech hat with any purchase. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, great show for you today. We finally got some actually, you know, news on the field compared to well, my fantastically well-researched opinions. <laughs> uh, so heading into camp, I want to make sure I get this right. Basically, basically, we had five quarterback battles in the East, App State, JMU, and Old Dominion. And in the West, Southern Miss and Texas State. Now, we got some news out of San Marcos yesterday, but (laughs) I don't know if I'm buying it. We'll see. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. So we're down to, we got two named. We'll get to that in a second. So we still have App State and, well, that may be it. App State, nope, I'm sorry. App State and JMU. There you go. We still got App State and JMU to go. And by the time this gets published, you know, Wednesday morning, we could have that decision. Already made. All right, so let's talk about who did get the jobs. I don't think it's a surprise either way, but what do I know? Uh, Let's start off with ODU. Uh, Ricky Ronnie brings in a new offensive coordinator, Kevin Decker. Top-ranked offense in uh, FCS last season. Over 600 yards a game. 609 yards a game, to be exact. I'm getting this on. W-A-V-Y.com. They were second in the FCS, scoring 49 and a half points a game. We've been over that because it's um, Fordham led the country in yardage and Incarnate Word was second. Incarnate Word led the the country in points and Fordham was second. And so now that's why we're so interested in Texas State and ODU, Right. Texas State brings in the Incarnate Word coach, and ODU hires the Fordham offensive coordinator. Uh, They also brought in, (coughs) it should be noted, the offensive coordinator, I'm sorry, the uh, offensive line coach. Did I miss that? The the offensive line coach, uh, Alex Huddle, from... Uh, Fordham as well. So they, they're a kind of a package deal. But they're also a package deal with a backup quarterback, Grant Wilson. And so when we saw this, I figured it out. The ODU quarterback last year figured it out. I'm sure he won the battle in camp, per se. But it was tough to not believe that Grant Wilson was not going to be the starting quarterback. Excuse me. <coughs> so Grant Wilson, 
who, again, did not play for Fordham last year. He was the backup. He uh, he is a starting quarterback for ODU. And good luck to him. Because you're going from... <coughs> sorry. You're going from Fordham to starting off with Virginia Tech. You're going... Then you're hosting the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. And... Then you get Wake at home. Uh, you know, great opportunity, right? Doesn't matter if you if you can go two and one. Doesn't matter which two. Maybe you want to beat the Cajuns. That may help you. You know, in the postseason more per se compared to you know if you beat one of the Power Five teams, it'll help you out with the rankings, but doesn't help you in the conference. And if you beat if you beat two of the three teams, you're in great shape. Obviously, if you go undefeated, you know you'd probably be ranked. And so I'm, I'm not sure if a lot is expected out of ODU. I'm, I'm looking at their win total numbers. <coughs> Got a frog caught in the throat. Sorry. Bird dogs, Yeti type container. Yeti type tumble. Uh, and so, you know, it's like three and a half, four and a half, you know, take it for what it's worth. Big game boomer said they're, they're, you know, ceiling was one win and their, you know, floor was no wins. I would think that would not be the case. But I'm looking for, again, one of those teams that I just don't know, like Texas State. I, I, I don't know what the expectations are. We can do this with ODU later on. I don't know what the expectations are. And I don't even know what the reality is. I mean, the reality is, right, they're going with a former FCS quarterback. That's the reality. Who did not play <laughs> at the FCS level, right? I mean, the starting Fordham quarterback, think about this. It's crazy. The starting Fordham quarterback who put up all those points and yardages, wait for it, at Fordham, I think. And so the backup left to go with the offensive coordinator for an FBS school. So that's crazy. And you're starting off with <clears throat> outside of maybe, you know, a couple other teams. How could you get any tougher than that in the Sun Belt with, you know, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest and the Cajuns in the middle? Goodness gracious. And so uh, we're looking forward to seeing Grant Wilson, see if he can put up some points, right? I mean, you can't be struggling to put up 28 points when you're coming in scoring, you know, your previous year. Uh, almost 50 points. Let me see what they did last year. Uh, ODU stats. Football. Oh, I had it here. Okay, football stats. Let me see what they scored last year. They have these good cumulative stats. They went three and nine. Remember, they're on a six-game losing streak. <clears throat> and it's not crazy to think that they could be on a nine-game losing streak when they're done. Let's see. Okay. Points per game. I mean, they scored... 19 points per game, 19 and a half. They gave up 26. They absolutely have to, you know, get into the, I mean, you say 28 is enough, but that's kind of a minimum these days. Uh, let's see if they can get into the thirties. Let's see if they can put some scare into some of these teams that think they are just going to roll over ODU, right? I think that's kind of the expectations. That ODU is going to bring up the rear. 
And again, the reality is they are starting an FCS quarterback, but we'll see if he can if he can lock in. All right. I mean, he was going to get the gig because he knew the system. I think he still had the spring, and now the fall still has a couple of weeks to go. Maybe they surprise some people, but they are going with a Grant Wilson. I don't know if he's got any statistics like has he ever played like at all i don't know i think he's a junior now that's not going to show me let me see here i don't know where we're going to find that stats maybe fordham fordham university let's see here four of five passes for 41 yards and two touchdowns at fordham in two years at fordham he completed 10 of 13 for 93 three yards and two touchdowns. Well, that's efficient. <laughs> right, you know. So last year he was four or five for 41 yards and two touchdowns and 10 to 13 overall for 93 yards. So he has not played very much college football at all. And two of your, uh, you went to Fordham, you were backing that guy up and two of your first three games are against power five schools playing in the Sun Belt. All right. Good luck. Good luck. Again, one of those things where you look at it, just like we kind of look at South, right? You get Tulane and Oklahoma State. Boy, if you beat them, you could be looking at being ranked, you know, in the top 20 if you start out the season three and out. Okay, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about Will Hall and Southern Miss's decision, who they're going with as their starting quarterback for the Golden Eagles. Let me tell you a little bit about bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the leg and thigh, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. And they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you can get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash college or promo code LockedOnCollege for a free white tech hat with your order right there. That's birddogs.com slash college or promo code college for a free white hat, free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, just to make sure it gets in there. There you go. All right. See how it looks. You do. Looks pretty good. All right. You know what? We'll leave mine. I never know if it looks straight. I don't wear, I have a ton of hats. I don't wear them anymore. All right. Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. So we said that, that we had five quarterback, five, five quarterback battles heading into camps uh, this uh, fall. Uh, two are done. We got Grant Wilson with ODU. We'll tell you about Southern Misses here in a second. You got App State still to make a decision. JMU still to make a decision. And, in the third segment, we'll get to what Texas State is going to do because I don't believe them. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I don't believe them. So Southern Miss is going with Clemson transfer uh, Billy Wiles. He was heading to Tulane where, with Will Hall before Will Hall ended up at Southern Miss. So he came to Will Hall. With, uh, actually, well, let's check, change that again. Timeout. Take 30. He... He was going to Tulane, and then when Will Hall went to Southern Miss, he was he went as a preferred walk-on to Clemson. That's pretty good. All right, now he'd be behind, you know, was it Cade Kublik? 
So that'd be a tough one to sit behind. Maybe that's why he ended up transferring to uh, Southern Miss. All right. The other one, uh, Holman Edwards out of a community college, uh, ended up at Houston where he didn't play last year. And Will Hall said it was a good battle, really close, but apparently Billy Wiles just a little bit more consistent. Uh, maybe not quite as if explosive in terms of making the big plays, but makes the correct play. And that's maybe what you're looking for. Uh, instead of the home run play and forcing it a little bit, maybe a little bit more. I'm not sure if conservative is the right word. Um, higher percentage play. Maybe that would be it. There you go. That's a better phrase anyways. Uh, and so Billy Wiles is getting the gig. Again, if you asked me to flip a coin, not seeing either one of these guys, I was going to take the kid. That was the walk-on, uh, preferred walk-on at Clemson. All right. But I'm told that's not the way that it worked out in terms of why he got it. In fact, uh, Andrew Abity, excuse me, Abaddy from uh, Pine Belt Sports on my show today on 103.3, the GOAT said that Holman Holm, uh, Edwards has more experience. He's actually played. He played a couple of years at Community College before transferring to Houston. But they like what they see out of Billy Wiles. Again, it's one of those things where, you know, they just threw Zach Wilkie, a freshman, thrown into the fire. You just can't turn the ball over. I mean, that, these, you know, as much as, college football has changed and football has changed since you know in terms of going from we're going to run the football to we're going to pass the football and, and score all those points that we're talking about turnovers really determine the winners of games very few times does the uh, loser of the turnover battle end up winning the game one may not hurt you but boy lose it by more than one and uh and you could be in trouble all right, so turnovers are a big key, and that was a problem last year for Southern Miss. They just cannot turn the ball over. They had an outstanding defense. They do have Frank Gore Jr. back. Uh, if you can be consistent on offense, and again, they are right at the same spot. Let's, we did it for ODU. Uh, let's find out if we can do it for Southern Miss sports. Southern Miss uh, football stats, right? I mean, they were kind of... I think it was like 25, 20, 25 and 24 stat uh, points per. Let's see what we got here. Cumulative stats. See, everyone uses the same website or stats program. So it looks the same. Although it on uh, I guess on Southern Miss it looks a little bit different. Let's see what we got here. Team game. Points per game. Yeah, 25. Defense gave up 23. Again, if you gain one more touchdown, now you're in the 30s and maybe tighten up the defense just a little bit. And now, what was a two-point spread or actually just a little bit less than a two-point spread maybe is a nine- or ten-point spread, and now you're winning some ballgames. Again, we, we mentioned the schedule with ODU. Southern Miss may have the most difficult schedule in the Sun Belt. Um, Florida State. Tulane and Mississippi State. Now, having said that, they may win two of those three games, right? They got to go to Mississippi State, but that's got trap game written all over it. With all due respect to Southern Miss, Mississippi State's game, next ball game after that is the Egg Bowl. Uh, they do start off with Alcorn State. They're at Florida State, and then they get Tulane. We've been over this. Tulane's schedule is no cakewalk either, right? They get... Uh, Tulane opens up with South Alabama. 
Then they get Ole Miss. And then they get Southern Miss. And, you know, Tulane is preseason top 25. They could be 0-3. All right. I'm not sure they'll be 3-0. and They could be 3-0. But they could be anywhere from 3-0 and to 0-3. So that is a tough schedule for Tulane. After Tulane, Southern Miss gets Arkansas State in Jonesboro and then Texas State at home and Old Dominion at home. He had a real shot to get off to a great start, as it turns out, in the Sun Belt. All right. And you very well could be. This is, I mean, okay, let's just say you beat Tulane, you beat Arkansas State, you beat Texas State. Now you're you're still three and you're four and one. Have I got that right? One, two, three, four. Could you start out the season five and one? Right? That's not insane. And we've done this before. Uh, you lose to South Alabama five and two, lose to App State five and three, only because you just won't be favored. You beat ULM, so that's the sixth win. All right, uh, and then you do finish up tough part of the schedule uh, at the Cajuns, at Mississippi State. You're home against Troy. All right, so can you beat the Cajuns? Can you beat App? And can you beat South? Okay, if you do that, then you have when we say five and one. One, two, three, four, five. So, yeah, you got to be, yeah. Well, ULM is six. So, if, if you can beat one of the schools, Louisiana, one of those teams on the road, then you'll be at seven. All right. You'll be in good shape. So, they're going with Billy Wiles. Uh, the Clemson transfer, again, not having seen the thing. That's who I would thought they would have gone with. But we shall see. And again, you know, the the backups, and we're going to get into this now, the backups can't pout. And I think it's good that, you know, uh, ODU made the decision today, or at least announced it. Um, Southern Miss made the decision. When I say today, I mean Tuesday. Uh, You got to give, you got to give the quarterback a little bit of time to pout. I know you don't want to do that, but. You can't tell them like the day of the game because if they're pouting and something goes wrong, they're playing. That's the whole point. That how often does one quarterback in college football play every snap of every game? There's going to be, I don't know if there's going to be a concussion, a tweaked ankle, gets the wind knocked out of them. You know, certainly if there's a blowout, you're going to play. So you got to be ready to play and, you know, keep the head up. But you allow the kid to, I would allow the kid to pout for just a day. All right. And then come back. Not, you know, it's not like you're not going to practice, but come back with your head held, held high. You gave your best and be ready because these things happen all the time. All right. So wouldn't worry about it. If you're not the starting quarterback now, you just got to be ready. Great example, Desmond Trotter. You know, he went in there after Carter Bradley got banged up against Southern Miss and led the team down for a field goal. And that was a big, big three points of the ball game, as it turns out. Uh, all right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we said ODU's got their starting quarterback, that Southern Miss got their starting quarterback. We have not heard is this recording. App State or JMU have their starting quarterback. But one coach is not telling us who it's going to be, even though he thinks and he knows who it is going to be. That is Texas State's G.J. Kinney, and I ain't believing him. All right? <laughs> I think he's going to tell somebody or someone before he's saying so. We will do that after this on Lockdown Sunbelt, your team 
every day. Well, the channel continues to grow. Uh, we've already had, it doesn't sound like a lot, but 14 subscribers, seven a day, uh, just Monday and Tuesday. If we do that for the rest of the week, right, that's 35. If we do it next week, that's another 35. We only needed uh, 66 to get to 600, and it just keeps on growing. It just keeps on growing, just keeps on growing. Thank you so much. It's outstanding. We actually have something. I'm so thrilled we actually have something to talk about on the field instead of just guessing. Uh, but uh, with the quarterbacks being named, but we're going to get more and more of this as uh, we do get closer. And of course, next week, we're going to be previewing the ball games, right? We're going to be previewing actual football games uh, on the field. So that will be a lot of fun. We're still going to try and catch up with some of these coaches. Still got a handful to go. We, I think we've gotten half of the coaches on so far locked on Sunbelt. So we do appreciate their time. And I appreciate you uh, watching. Please subscribe on YouTube. Fantastic. Uh, also, we're doing a great job on the audio portion of the show. Like 7,000 downloads through the first six months of the year. I think we had uh, 7,000 downloads the first six months of the year. We have five, over 5,000 downloads the last six weeks. We're going to be very close of downloading the same amount of podcasts from July and August than we were from January through June. It's going to be very close. Probably come up a little bit short, but it's going to be very close. Uh, so again, thank you very much. You know, you can get your podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast from. Just search Locked on Sunbelt. Apple Podcast and Spotify seem to be the two most popular. And if you are an Apple Podcast, please rate and review. All right, let's get back to it. It is Dave Schultz, Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. Or in this case, your conference every day. All right. So one of the things that I always ask, and I asked that you can see I asked the coaches, well, maybe not now, maybe Sean, Sean Clark, we did early on. So maybe some others. You know, when do the coaches want to know? All right. And their obvious answer is, well, it'd be nice not to have that problem. Right. When do the coaches want to know when they have a starting quarterback? When do they what when do that when does that decision have to be made? And you know, a lot of them were like, right now, this is the time. Two weeks in. We're transfer transitioning into school. We're gonna, you know, dial camp back a bit. We're in the game mode. We get extra time getting ready for one opponent. Uh, and that's and the and you and you kind of want the the starter to step up a little bit and give him a chance to get comfortable in that before Monday rolls around. And now all of a sudden you have a game at the end of the week. Not GJ Kenny at Texas state. He's got Malik Hornsby, the transfer from Arkansas. And you got TJ Finley, the transfer from LSU and Auburn. GJ Kinney told reporters today that, yeah, I kind of know who it is going to be. Let me see if I get this. I can, uh, what is it? Uh, Chef Kef Chardello. Let's see if we can find it. I'm on Twitter. Surprisingly, I don't have Twitter up on the, uh, up on the screen. But Ke I got this from Kef. So we got to uh, give him uh, the credit. All right. With his uh, Win Now or Go Bent podcast. But he was at the press conference. And I don't know if I'm buying what G.J. Kinney is selling. Here it is. Here is the uh, tweet from Kef Chardello. Texas State coach G.J. Kinney said he has a good idea who the starting quarterback is, but he hasn't 
announce it publicly. See, that's one thing. You don't tell me or Kev or whomever, no big deal. But in this case, Chardello says, Kenny hasn't told the team. He may keep it a secret until the Baylor game on September 2nd. Also said there's a good chance two QBs alternate series that game. Okay. As Ron Burgundy said, I don't believe you. All right. He's going to tell his team. He's going to tell somebody before the, the, you know, before the game and before that day, who's the starting quarterback? Are they still just, here's the problem, right? Now, somebody, you know, maybe, maybe they just haven't stepped up. We've seen, right? We haven't seen a whole lot of Malik Hornsby play college football, but those of us in the South have certainly played, seen TJ Finley play at LSU and play at Auburn. We know he's pretty good, right? But he's got his limitations. He's not bad. He's not a bad quarterback. I think he was injured last year uh, at Auburn and couldn't stay on the field. Also, the offensive line and wide receivers were not helping him all that much. Anyway, uh, I, I don't believe he's going to tell somebody. All right. The player is going to know before next Friday. All right. You get, you know, you can't, you can't tell somebody uh, after practice or the walkthrough on Friday before you're going to take the field on Saturday. Oh, by the way, you're taking the first series. I don't think that's going to fly. All right. I don't think that helps anybody. Now he was a pro quarterback and a backup at that. So maybe, you know, you got to be ready at all times going with that theory, which we just explained. But I also don't think that that's very prudent to do. Now is the time. Now, again, whether you tell the media is one thing. That's, I don't, I'm not worried about that. It's not, it would be nice to know for the purposes of, you know, content creation. But I, I think G.J. Kinney is having some fun at the uh, expense of the Bobcats media. But I think, I don't know if it'll leak. I think he's going to tell his players whomever it is, and they may alternate series. They may, you know, go back and forth. I don't think that helps anybody. Um, You know, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one per se. So I think, I I don't know if we'll find out. I know previous coaches here, you know, it was like, we're not going to tell you until we come out of the tunnel. So that's happened too. But they let the team know. All right. Whether we find out or not is one thing. The team's got to know. It just settles everybody down. And you got to give the team a a chance to, I don't know about follow the leader. I don't know how much that's important, but just get comfortable with who's calling the shots. That's what I would say. So uh, GJ Kinney may be having some fun with the San Marcos press. Uh, I think he's going to tell the team if he already has. not All right. Uh, There's just not very many practices left before you're playing a game and they should know. All right, that's the way. That's the way it's done. Maybe he's trying to do something different. I don't know. I'm looking forward to watching him as well. That the the Texas State ODU dichotomy is fascinating to me. All right, that went a little bit long, but that's okay. We actually had something to talk about on the field. Two teams named their starting quarterback, and one didn't allegedly. <laughs> and we still have two more to go. I'm sure we will find out here in the next couple of uh, days. Thank you so much for watching Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.